All right, thank you for joining me here Sunday, August 14th, 2022. This is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. I am your host, Zach Rector, and it's a pleasure to be bringing another update of current events, cryptocurrency, tying it all together. How do we prepare ourselves for the greatest transfer of wealth in world history? Once again, major shift underway. I really want to uh, recommend that you guys have a program. We're not here to give you financial advice, but I'm going to cover the current events, the stories that matter. And then we're going to go through some of our strategies, what our program is, which is keeping it simple, but taking massive amounts of action right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get this session fired up. We're going to be talking about uh, current events to begin, and then we'll be moving on into cryptocurrency. And then I got a few extra, extra little secret sauce pieces of news for you guys as well. Okay, thank you so much for joining. I think we're all good to go. Thank you, YouTube. If you guys could start by smashing that thumbs up for me. Before we get on out of here, make sure you smash that thumbs up or the thumbs down if you don't like what we're talking about. If you're a hater, we welcome you as well. I do appreciate all of you guys. Thank you so much. Okay, let me uh, get this squared away. All right, I do apologize for that. Quick uh, technical difficulties getting us set up here with the correct background. I had it all set up for Rumble. If you missed our Rumbles, we go uh, live on Rumble every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is what time we try to make it on by. If you missed that episode, uh, make sure you have gone on over to the Rumble when you get a chance. Give us a follow over there so you can catch the Rumble exclusives. Uh, unfiltered, uncensored. We have a lot of fun over in the Rumble session. So if you want the full truth and nothing but the truth, not worried about offending the snowflakes over there on Rumble where they don't have the censorship we're dealing with over here on these other platforms. Hey, all I ask is that you share this message far and wide with other like-minded individuals and with those who maybe are ready to wake up, ready to take action, ready to do something. Without further ado, let's get right on into our current events. It is 4.30 here on the West Coast at the time of this recording. Thank you for joining me. Justin, Ukraine will target Russian forces at, I'm not even going to say that, the nuclear plant that Russia is positioned at. According to Zelensky, this is coming out of The Guardian uh, reporting this news. Zelensky is saying that Ukraine will target Russian forces at that nuclear plant that Russia is posted up at. Continue to watch this. Uh, we have sanctioned Iranian oil is now selling at a premium. I'm old enough to remember when this sold at an extreme discount. Physical market is tight. This is from Tracy on Twitter. And apparently Iran's oil right now is being sold at a premium. Kind of like we're seeing with Russian natural gas and oil as well being sold at a premium. What we have under underway is a trade war, a commodity war, resources that matter, war. And uh, Russia, Iran, these countries in the BRICS nations have all aligned financially with their uh, trade deals economically. And now we're seeing them align militarily as well. This is very getting very, very interesting. We have multiple war fronts over in the far, far east, Russia, Ukraine. We have situations in the Middle East. And now we're seeing the situation in that Taiwan uh, Sea, okay? Taiwan situation over there, okay? We'll continue to watch that. Now, the program in Germany, how's it working out? Well, Google searches for firewood at an all-time high, it looks like. Uh, this is being shared from Macro Alf. Google searches for firewood in Germany, uh, just going crazy. And that is because they are facing a record energy crisis underway in Germany. And we're just going on into winter, folks. So get ready. And I hope you guys have a program because we're seeing issues in the United States. We're seeing issues in countries across this planet. This is not isolated to one country. When I bring up an issue in one country, it's not to bash that country. It's to say, hey, here's how the crisis is unfolding in this country. We have viewers coming in from across the world. I do appreciate that. And maybe if you guys want to let me know, if you're if you're from a country other than America, let me know in the chat down below because it is always interesting to see. So if you can let me know in the chat, leave a comment down below. Let me know if you're tuning in from across the world because uh, on this channel, you know what brought us together originally was the future world reserve currency of XRP. But nonetheless, we're going to continue to break down the stories and the news that matters that's taking place and unfolding in these other countries as well. Bringing it back to the United States, which I love making fun of us here in the United States, and it is sad to see our empire falling, but a level playing field will be born from this. And uh, what we're seeing here in New York Post is reporting, Google searches for sell my home fast spike 2,750%. <laughs> How about that, folks? Sell my home fast. Record amount of searches on Google right now. 
The next article that I have to share for you is the supply of homes for sale across the U.S. grew at a record rate last month per Bloomberg. Okay, and then we have this guy here. He says, I recently, this is Voss City Estates, Toronto Realtor. Looks like he's got a YouTube channel as well. Says, I recently made a YouTube video that condo maintenance fees are going to skyrocket from a client. 12% increase coming in her building. Just found out about 15, 15% increase in another one. This is the beginning of condo repricing in the greater Toronto area. So he's talking about the maintenance fees on those condo associations, which I have always laughed at these homeowners associations because I used to work at one. Now I continue, continue to service many homeowners associations in my landscape business. So I can't speak on it too much, but it's, it's laughable. I would just say that in, in regards to the homeowners associations, in particular condo associations, it is laughable what is taking place. Um, and yeah, we are raising our prices as well. And when we take over these contracts, when they've been with one of our competitors, and let's just say the program didn't work out and they got to come join us. Well, you know, hey, yeah, you're going to have to pay a little bit more. Yeah, but we're actually going to get it done. We're going we're gonna to give you a program that works, that keeps your property on point year round. Here's what price you have to pay. And the deal gets done and our program works out. And I'm telling you guys, a lot of these HOAs, a lot of this real estate bullshit, I get to see firsthand and that's why I can speak on it. I can't say too much details because I got people in my local area listening to me now and, and, and we're getting serious reach. But I will just say it's... We're seeing it on a daily basis because I get to deal with the realtors. I get to deal with the property managers. I work and service multiple HOAs in my area. We're bidding on them all the time. And it's coming. And they know, a lot of people know it too. But this is, this is a serious situation because people are folding right now. People are folding. And I think that the recessions haven't started, sorry, the, the uh, defaults have not started to hit quite yet because of all of the holdup of the mortgage delinquency programs, all of that forbearance programs, all of that that was taking place stalled real estate from collapsing. Everything that's taking place by the Fed is stalling the stock market from collapsing as well. But as I started out by talking out here, we have multiple situations where these other countries are ditching the U.S. reserve currency dollar which is why this situation matters so much and why I say Americans in particular, speaking on behalf of you know myself and my country, we got to get our shit together because this is happening quickly. The value in your house plummeting quickly, 401k getting wiped out. You already got destroyed in crypto and I'm right there with you, guilty as can be. My crypto bag is destroyed. XRP was my biggest investment. Everyone knows that. I'm, I have complete transparency, just like Ripple. Complete transparency. We went all in XRP, damn near. And yeah, we're chilling. But we're waiting for a new financial system to be rolled out. And we're taking advantage of the real estate deals as we speak. And our business is recession-proof. And we're continuing to grow our business, hitting record revenue months as we speak, as we've entered the recession. Recession confirmed for America, record months over here in our program. Folks, this is happening quick, quick, and we really gotta have strategies for each asset class because like I said, your real estate por portfolios going down and they're going down a little bit less than maybe your stocks or your cryptos, but they're going down. Your 401k getting wrecked. If you do wanna roll over your 401k IRA to precious metals to maybe preserve some of that money, I'm not here to give financial advice, but you can go over, we have a link over at my website, precious metals at the very top, if you wanna roll over your 401k or you wanna just invest in some precious metals like we do as well. I got my silver right next to me, I got my freedom seeds right next to me, I got a ridiculous bag of XRP and I pray every day that we get to ride out this storm and make it to the paradise on the other side. But in the meantime, the average person gets destroyed and I went on around the blockchain this last week and we're talking about Polygon Matic dApps. We're talking about Ethereum 2.0 being real cute. And I was like, well, guys, don't we recall that Vitalik Buterin just told us that with the ETH 2.0 update, the merge, we're still only going to be about 50% done? Am I the only one that heard that? What are we talking about over here? We're talking about cute little dApps on Polygon. This is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, and I don't think it's built on Polygon. Not financial advice. 
it costs a lot and there's no need for it over on Ethereum and, and, and the proof of stake and the proof of work and the BS that they're doing over there. There's no need for it. But sorry for digressing off of condo maintenance fees skyrocketing. The point being, guys, <laughs> we are being wiped out. We're being squeezed in every single asset class. At this point, it's a matter of just trying to preserve your wealth. If you already, if you already made a bag, right, you already have a net worth in the millions. Now you're just worried. You're scared shitless trying to preserve this wealth, right? For those of us that are in the wealth building phase, well, it's, it's an everyday hustle and a grind right now because I think that this situation takes us out another 12 to 18 months. Let's continue on. Saudi Arabia's Kingdom Holding invest in Russian energy group Gazprom, Rosneft, and Lukoil. Watch closely. So Saudi Arabia is now investing in Russian energy. What's been interesting to watch is BlackRock investing in China. <laughs> in China. It's ESG, Green New Deal, live like peasants for the Western countries while we invest in the only fund that was really allowed to invest over in China. BlackRock had, had, ran that fund. Side note. But in, anyways, it's interesting to watch the money flows and the investments that are being made in these countries that were our partners, that weren't part of BRICS doing deals with the BRICS. See, this is where we're coming to a crossroads. You can do a deal for US dollar funny money, and maybe you can cut other deals for our weapons and weapons of war. But after you spend billions and billions of dollars on weapons of war, well, you got to invest some of that, those trillions of dollars that these countries have. As we titled this video, Trillions to be Tokenized, we're waiting for all of that oil in the Middle East to get tokenized, brought on to distributed ledger technology, and see that they've been partnering, all of the banks in the Middle East, many, many banks in the Middle East already sat down with Ripple, but we've seen partnerships going back years with the Bank of Egypt, just to name one, but the list goes on and on, and a tremendous amount of uh, cross-border payments, liquidity being built in the Middle East region with XRP on-demand liquidity right now. Side note. Side note. But we're watching where the money's going. See, this is the great thing now about the internet. And as this thing does get tokenized, that's when we're really going to be able to see, once it's on the blockchain, we'll be able to really see where all of the value, all of the money, where all of the flows, where all of the commodities, as they all get tracked in the internet of things, the internet of value, you got a QR code on every single freaking item, including the human. Insert chip here. You have a QR code, digital ID for everything and everyone on this planet, and it gets moved to a tokenized distributed ledger technology. It is game on. But bringing this back to the world stage events here in, in these countries, how they're aligning, we're seeing Saudi Arabia ditch. They don't care anymore. They're, they're ditching our, our uh, US dollar deals, and now they're investing in Russian energy groups, okay? Okay, so we got some serious situations underway. Weather warfare, maybe it's natural, maybe it's climate change. Does it make a difference? No. No. Like, like my mentor Dan Pena says, does it make a shit? No. It's happening. And you got to be prepared. Experts warn, this is from USA Today, experts warn California of a disaster larger than any in world history. And it's not an earthquake. This article is about mega floods. Mega drought may be the main weather concern across the West right now amid the constant threat of wildfires and earthquakes, but a new study warns another crisis is looming in California, mega floods. Then if we move on over to Michigan, if we watch the water, Michigan governor declares state of emergency. Okay, Gretchen Whitmer on Sunday declared a state of emergency following a water main break at the Great Lakes Water Authority. The break affected the 120-inch water transmission main that distributes finished drinking water from its Lake Huron water treatment facility to communities in the northern part of the GLWA, Greater Lake Water Authority Drinking Water Service Area. The declaration is for Lapeer, Macomb, Oakland, and St. Clair counties. Quote, we are drawing on every resource, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. <sighs> Folks. 
You look at Lake Mead, what's happening there, powers the Hoover Dam, all of all of Las Vegas, and a major part of Nevada. We look at what just took place here in Michigan. We look at what they're talking about there in California. We look at the you know these drought situations. I don't know what's going on, folks. You, it doesn't matter to me. Climate change, weather manipulation. I, if I was going to be honest with you guys, if I'm allowed to speak freely and just be honest, uh, the weather manipulation, the weather warfare goes back to the 1950s and 60s. So it's the most common knowledge that any person should have at this point that they absolutely are manipulating the weather. Where have you been? But if you know you need to get caught up to speed on that, just do a couple research on Google. You'll be caught up to speed rather quickly. Of course, they're manipulating the weather. No shit. Of course, climate change is a hoax. Am I allowed to say that? And the climate change is real, but it's manipulated climate change. It's we are ramping up hurricanes. We are ramping up storms. We are uh, <laughs> sucking the, 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 the water out of regions. Worst drought seen in years. And everything gets dramatized. I will say that. Everything at this point is dramatic, is for headlines, is for clicks. So, of course, it's the worst drought in a thousand years, whether that's true or not. They haven't even been collecting the data for a few hundred years, but they tell us it's the worst thing ever. But nonetheless, folks, we continue to reiterate that whether the power goes out, whether a hurricane hits, whether wildfires, earthquake, whatever it could be, whatever it could be, cyber attacks, you got to have a plan and you got to be prepared. We put out a recession to-do list a few months ago and it was so simple. Prepping essentials, cash flow income, and then we talk about cryptocurrency, precious metals, and the other investments. But if you don't have prepped, if at the very top, if you're not prepped, if you're not ready to ride out a storm, you're not ready to do anything, quite frankly. If you don't survive, how do you take advantage of this opportunity? If you don't even make it to the other side. Now, this one from Donald Trump Jr., Inflation Corruption Act is what he's calling this one. The Inflation Corruption Act includes $284 billion Obamacare bailout. $400 billion in Green New Deal giveaways. $80 billion for the IRS to target you and your family. And over $100 billion in new debt. Yeah. So that's the program. They're sticking to it. It is the death of the middle class of America. The complete wiping out of the opportunity that we once had the separation and continued acceleration of a wealth gap where we will have two tiers of society, a rich and a poor, a haves versus the have-nots. Got to bail out the programs as they continue to fail. As they continue to fail, they got to bail them out. And then this, uh, oh, another one here from Tracy on Twitter, Tracy Chai Girl. Weird how this works. I mean, the inflation reduction bill just passed with a 7,500 EV tax credit. Okay, this is great. We try to produce an incentive, right? An EV tax credit. Let's do the right thing and put out more Green New Deal cars. Well, Ford just raised the price of its electric F-150 by up to 8,500. <laughs> Oh, man. And, and people wonder why this never works out and why these government programs just don't. They never will work out. The centralized control of the economy will never work out. It's very simple. And going back to 2012, Ron Paul woke me up to the fact of how it gets funded. It gets funded through the Federal Reserve, but the program comes from these sold out politicians and these Inflation Reduction Act. The Obamacare Free Healthcare for Everyone Save the World Act. The Green New Deal. The Build Back Better. The businesses will continue to pass on the price to the consumers. Unfortunately, that's how economics work. That's how the business work. $7,500 tax credit. Well, they just raised the price by the electric vehicles. $8,500. So even more. And the rest of that price increase all comes from inflation. My truck is worth way more than I paid for it. But what do I got though? I got a diesel. Six, seven power stroke made in America, baby. Assembled in Mexico, probably. But hey, nonetheless, 
but it's got that damn diesel exhaust BS and it keeps on throwing codes at me and giving me all this shit with this diesel exhaust bullshit program that they got going in it. But um, it's a workhorse. I can pull anything that I want with it, which is great. But the, 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 the thing, guys, about this is the inflation. Like these new trucks are now $100,000. $80,000 was the value of my truck brand new in 2018. I paid less than that. And now it's worth to basically being 70, damn near. The dealership said they'd give me 63 to 67 right now. Right now. Because <laughs> it keeps on throwing me all this bullshit diesel exhaust code nonsense. And I take it back into him under warranty. And I say, what the hell is this? He says, well, you should trade it in and buy a, a you should order a new one. I I bet that's what I should do. Now, after the thing goes off warranty, I'm going to cut out that diesel exhaust BS and we're going to let that thing open up and breathe a nice, you know, you know, exhaust properly. No, but it's an absolute joke. And as you're seeing, we're paying for it. We're paying for it. And until we can bring about uh, cheap electric, like affordable vehicles, it's nonsense. And as I'm going to show here in the next article, there are not enough minerals in currently reported global reserves to build just one generation of batteries for all EVs and stationary power storage. Simon McCall, Geological Survey of Finland. Okay? So what are we doing? The currently reported global reserves don't even give us enough uh, minerals for just one generation of batteries. And we never, let, let's see some vice documentaries. Let's see some woke documentaries about the cobalt mines, the cobalt, cobalt mines, the, the other minerals th that are used in these batteries. Let's see some documentaries about that. How about on Netflix? Let's get woke about that. Let's be awakened to that fact. It's crazy, man. And like for me, Tesla's self-drive technology to me is cool. I'm like, okay, I could just chill in my car and it's going to drive itself. That sounds pretty cool. Do I trust it completely? Absolutely not. Is it crazy? Yes. But it's kind of convenient, right? I'm like, well, it's kind of nice. Like I could be on a TikTok live. I could be live streaming. I could be, you know, or, or doing something else, taking phone calls, right? Like I could be working. That to me is nice. But we don't even have enough minerals here to build all the batteries that we're talking about doing for all of these new programs. It just doesn't make any sense. And in the meantime, it's just going to squeeze us on these energy prices. But shout out to Joe for dropping the price of gas by two bucks. That was super sick, Joe. Good job. We really appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. After we ran it up to worst inflation in 40 years. But hey. We're raining it back in. I believe in you, Joe. Keep it on. You know, even though you couldn't put your jacket on after you got out of the helicopter there. I know that you're working on it, brother. Continue, continue working on it. Supercharged IRS will collect 20 billion more from Americans making less than 400,000 under Inflation Reduction Act. The most recent report coming out here. And this is being shared by Wall Street Silver. Joe promised us, though, that no one under 400000 were going to have their taxes raised. And inflation is the hidden tax that is killing everyone. And now they're bold enough to come in and try to take another $20 billion from people making less than 400000 Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They absolutely, this is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, and they are trying to take it all from us. That's the thing about this. It's not everyone wins because they participate. Everyone gets to participate, but that doesn't mean you're going to win. In fact, there's a better chance that you're going to get wiped out versus make it. Unless you're tapped in here on this channel, which I see that we just hit 39,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much, guys. I really do appreciate it. 400 in the chat tonight. We got a couple hundred on TikTok. I really appreciate it. If you're new here, we go live every Monday through Thursday, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. Rumble lives on Friday night. And we do a couple updates on the weekend as well. I do appreciate all of you guys. Let's talk about Peter Schiff and what he had to share. He triggered all of the Bitcoin maxis. And he's so good at tweaking the crypto kids. Uh, I saw that he was trending again today on Twitter. And he, he does it so well. Peter says, 
Just to put the Bitcoin rally into perspective, take a look at this chart. The pattern remains very bearish. There's both a double top and a head and shoulders top. There's a rising wedge forming below the neckline at a minimum support will be tested below 10,000. Look out below. Now this chart, let me see if I can show you guys this chart. This chart right here takes us all the way back, uh, back to 2017, right? This is way, way zoomed out all the way back to 2017 to last bull run, which, uh, you know, it is pretty clear. It's the most basic Peter Schiff technical analysis. Anyone can do this, guys. The head and shoulders pattern that he's showing, the double top, and then the rising wedge forming below the neckline. And then you see that, that trend line going down. That thing is just a... That thing is just a, a, a cliff, a, a mountain cliff, uh, and, and the bear market avalanche is taking place as we just continue to barrel down the hill, okay? And a lot of people are getting suckered in. Actually, I got suckered in, full disclosure. I got suckered into buying more XRP today. I shouldn't have done it. XRP is probably going to go lower, but I don't trust exchanges. I think that the exchanges are running out of their supply based off of the market reports that I'm getting from Ripple and the reports that we're seeing that no XRP is going to exchanges anymore. I FOMO'd in, I bought XRP today, even though the trend is clear, we have not bottomed out yet. Now, of course, Peter Schiff got everyone triggered with that, but hey, Michael Burry's saying the same thing. And the reason why I like listening to these guys is these guys have been in the markets for decades. They've been around through multiple cycles. Michael Burry, the NASDAQ retraced a, a more than 50% and went lower in September of 2000. So remember, go back to the tech.com uh, bubble bust in early 2000, which is very similar to cryptocurrency. Bitcoin and the cryptos trading very similar to the tech stocks. The NASDAQ retraced more than 50%, meaning it had bull trap rallies pumping more than 50% went lower in September of 2000 and January of 2002. The speculation we saw in markets in 2021, just last year, is only possibly matched by 1929 or the NASDAQ in 2000. And the 50% rule did not work during either collapse, meaning we continued further to the downside. We did not bottom out. I think uh, Michael Burry posted another chart that was seven times, uh, yeah, yeah, we had seven retracements bull trap rallies to the upside from 2000 to 2002 on like the S&P or something like that. So um, we're seeing it all over the place. Now, this is a Solana chart. Uh, this is from Profit Blue. He says, I will leave this here now that it looks better. This is uh, a head and shoulders pattern with Solana. And this is how a lot of the altcoins look, guys. So my, my crypto advice, my crypto update for everyone right now is do not fall for this bull trap rally. Do not fall for this trap. Um, maybe I'll bring up my chart at the end of this if we have time for that. And I will show you guys the pattern that I was looking at, which was two tops, drop, two tops, drop, two tops. And we did that three times over just the last couple months. And so I, I thought we had already topped out a second time. And I thought that this market was about to roll down to the downside during this full moon. Um, which it did a little bit before, a couple days before, but it didn't go back as far as I thought it was going to retrace. But I'll show you guys that chart at the at the end of this. But if we're looking at this Solana chart right here, very clear head and shoulders pattern, going back to uh, Peter Schiff's Bitcoin chart, very clear head and shoulders pattern on a big, big, massive time frame, massive time frame, zoomed out, going all the way back to 2017. And he has us going back... Um, to below 10K because that bottom support trend line, right, is at that 10K region right below that. And so it's anyone's guess whether we go all the way down to 10K or we go down to like 13, 14K is kind of the levels that I see right now over the next couple months could easily be achieved, easily. And even if we don't do it over the next couple months, then we could still come into it during the winter, guys. During these recessions, during these bear markets, they drag it out. They drag it out and they sucker us in along the way. But the reason why I bought XRP today, like I said, not financial advice, and I do think it's going lower. But 
I'm worried about being able to get XRP, which is the only reason why I just bought a little bit more XRP. But, you know, you just continue to stuff it away. You continue to stuff it away. This is from Capo of Crypto. Some exit scams pump on altcoins could give you the illusion that we are in an alt season. Far from true. Reality is that the average market cap of the altcoins hasn't even doubled and is doing a rounded test of macro resistance. Don't be fooled. New lows are likely. Exactly like I said. New lows are likely coming in. We have not bottomed out. I know people don't want to hear it, but hey, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the current events. We got to talk about what's really important in the crypto space, what really matters, and the direction of this market, which in the meantime is continued further to the downside. But that just means we have more time to do our research. We have more time to understand our inv investments so that we can invest with more conviction as we continue to dollar cost averaging during the bear market. I'm buying more silver. I'm buying more XRP, buying uh, mostly just XRP, to be honest. I'm not buying many other cryptocurrencies yet, but I'm prepared to. Looking at real estate, focusing on our businesses. That is our strategy. Let's talk about tokenization. I titled this video, Tokenization, uh, Trillions to be Tokenized is what was the title of this video. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys could smash that thumbs up for me, I'd greatly appreciate that. 5 p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, we basically made it through our update in half an hour, which was pretty good on time. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, dead cat bounce for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay, let's continue on. This is according to Bretton Woods Committee. So this this guy, Shanghai Sam on Twitter shared this, and he tagged Bretton Woods Committee. And apparently this is some from some report from BrettonWoods.org. I got to actually take a look at this article later. But he's sharing a little snippet of it. And what they're saying, excuse me, Excuse me, here we go. By 2027, tokenization is to equal $24 trillion potentially. This is what's being reported by a Bretton Woods uh, Committee document, okay? So they say, democratization of access to investing through tokenization of assets, especially in private markets. The World Economic Forum estimates that up to 10% of global GDP will be stored and transacted via blockchain by 2027. So 10% of global GDP will be stored and transacted via blockchain by 2027. That's basically 10% of our economy is going to be on blockchain by 2027. That's what they're saying. And they're saying tokenized markets could potentially be worth as much as 24 trillion by that year. Private markets would likely precede public markets in tokenization due to the greater barriers to access relative to size and value. Private markets exceed their public equivalents by a factor of 2.5 in debt, 4.5 in equity, and more than 30 in real estate. Through tokenization of illiquid private market assets in particular, uh, and, and then that was the snippet that he shared here. And right above that, they talk about the 1.7 billion people are unbanked. Uh, likely to be in higher emerging markets where people remain under, under, underserved due to the high cost of customer acquisition for traditional financial institutions. Accenture has estimated that serving previously unprofitable individuals and small businesses could generate up to $380 billion in revenues, which indicates the opportunity for development of scalable solutions. Who is Accenture uh, partnered with? That would be Ripple, of course. Of course, <laughs> Accenture partnered up with Ripple. This is coming from the World Economic Forum estimating 10% of GDP to be on blockchain by 2027, and that as much as 24 trillion could be tokenized by that same time, okay? I think that that is a conservative prediction, but folks, recognize that that would be basically a 10 times on the overall market cap of cryptocurrency where it once was. See, the crypto market cap got up to about $3 trillion, right? Let's just round off to make this easy for everyone on our math. We got up to about a $3 trillion market cap, which market cap is a myth. That's a whole other conversation that we don't have time to talk about here today, but market cap is a myth. But there was $3 trillion worth of money in cryptocurrency, give or take. And then they're saying that we're going to have $24 trillion by 2027. Well, let's round up to $30 trillion for ease of numbers. That would give us, uh, you know, a, a 10x, right, on where we were at in the cryptocurrency space. 
just by 2027, which once again, I think that that is very conservative on on, uh, that estimate and that timeline. When we see that all of the central bank digital currencies are going to be rolled out by 2023, and that all of SWIFT is going to be rolled over to ISO compliant messages by 2025, right? We, we understand that most of the banking world is going to be ISO compliant and that uh, it's going to be moving to distributed ledger technology. So I think that this is a very conservative estimate on that value, 24 trillion being tokenized. And I think it's really conservative on the timeline as well. We know that we already have multiple central bank digital currencies being piloted right now on the XRP ledger and um, on other distributed ledger technologies, on more just centralized ledgers. It doesn't all have to be built on XRP, Bitcoin, or XLM. What's key is that it's interoperable. And that's what we're looking at for our investments is, okay, who's actually talking to these central banks? Who are they actually doing deals with? Who are the banks, financial institutions, and the biggest players in trade finance working with, building on? And then that's how we're making our investments. But when we look at the Bretton Woods Committee, when we look at the IMF, when we look at the World Economic Forum, when we look at SWIFT, what they're telling us is that it's coming, it's here, it's valued in the trillions of dollars. And when I, you know, once again, once I, when I was on Around the Blockchain earlier this week, it was about like, guys, how how is Ethereum going to sit across from the table uh, and, and how is most of the cryptocurrencies going to be able to sit across the table from someone who actually matters, who has a real business, who has big problems to solve, is a central bank, is governments, is institutions, is the biggest players in trade finance. How do you sit across the table from them and seriously present your distributed ledger when it continually goes down, when it's expensive to use, when it doesn't scale, when it doesn't have throughput, when it can easily be hacked? How, how do you seriously sit across the table and make a serious business presentation and sell your product? Everything that I sell in my landscape business, in my you know, lawn care business, I believe in. I know we can do. Whether it's mowing your yard or installing a landscape that's a lot of money, I believe in it. I can sell it. When I invest in XRP, I can continue to invest with conviction because I can see what matters in this space, which is the currency payments solution. Currency and payments is the biggest deal. The rest of the markets are huge. Real estate, the stock market, derivatives is massive. Quadrillions of dollars in derivatives. So we, we talk about here trillions being tokenized. I think we get quadrillions tokenized. Is it going to take 10, 20 years? Potentially, yes. Yeah. This is a whole new financial system, a whole new reset, a whole new Bretton Woods agreement will be reached, a whole new deal amongst all of the central banks. They're all going to get together, all the governments. A whole new reset. And if you look here, Zimbabwe's central bank will release smaller units of gold coins into the market in November for ordinary citizens as their currency spirals out of control. So Zimbabwe is issuing gold coins. As we speak, after their country got completely wiped out and jokes are made of, I mean, it's, the, it's one of the greatest examples of runaway inflation. Literally wheelbarrows of cash to go, go buy your groceries or whatever it was. I mean, it was insane. Just as we always see with uh, fiat currencies. But what's about to happen, what's about to take place here is we are about to see all of these markets tokenized. We're about to see the central bank digital currencies roll out. We're talking about trillions of dollars. I think that we're eventually going to reach quadrillions of dollars tokenized on distributed ledger technology. But that's my prediction. But the Bretton Woods just said that the, the World Economic Forum saying by 2027, we'll have 20 something trillion tokenized. So that they're, they're basically confirming the crypto market is going to 10x through the next bull run. Let me simplify that for everyone. The crypto market is going to have a 10X between now and 2027, according to the World Economic Forum, and according to the Bretton Woods, and according to all these other groups, all these other things. You know, Wells Fargo just put out their paper. Yeah, digital assets are a great alternative solution. Yeah, of course we're using it. Of course we're investing in it, right? 
And now we're starting to see all of the banks, all the financial institutions roll out their plans for it. What did we just cover from the CEO of Quant? He said that most, uh, what do you say, most financial institutions, uh, I think he said most institutions have a two to three year plan for integrating uh, distributed ledger technology, cryptocurrencies essentially. To paraphrase what the CEO of Quant just said. Now I'm looking to, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at Quant. I'm looking at Quant and I'm taking a serious look at it. I don't own any Quant right now, to be honest. But that's because I haven't diversified. I just go all in XRP and it's kind of irrational, um, probably irresponsible, but hey, it might pay off and it might be kind of ridiculous later on. <laughs> if we're halfway right, it'll be nice. But anyways, what we're seeing is everything's getting tokenized. The, the new financial system, you're seeing glimpses of it. In the meantime, they're giving out gold coins, which to me is ridiculous. I'm gonna be honest. Let's roll out the CBDCs. Let's roll out the distributed ledger technology and let's just use it. I mean, for all of you guys tuning into this show right now, most of you are ready to use your phone to send payments, right? So it's just like, let's just move ahead now. I don't, I'm over the digital ID. I would love to have privacy. I would love for that to be respected. And I think that that'll be a battle that's fought out in the core of every country, essentially. The, the more draconian countries will try to watch and track everything. And as we're seeing with some of these other CBDCs, and basically in, in Canada as well, they just shut down the protesters' bank accounts. That'll be more easy with the CBDC, but I think we should fight against that. That's the part of the CBDCs I don't like. I'm not a fan of that. But as far as moving humanity forward, Banking the unbanked, which is 1.7 billion people. I'm willing to sacrifice that because I'm not committing crimes. I, to be honest, I don't give a shit. As long as I'm not getting hacked and I'm not losing money, I really don't have anything to hide. But I would prefer my privacy respected and the Constitution uh, demands that our privacy be respected in that aspect. So we will be fighting that out in the United States. We will be. And I know you guys are across the world as well. This is the part of CBDCs that sucks. But I'm saying, let's roll out this new financial system. Let's run it on distributed ledger technology that actually works. And um, well, I invested accordingly. I, 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 I invested in a cryptocurrency that's ready to be a world reserve currency as liquid as a G10 currency is actually scalable, has 50,000 per second transactions uh, throughput. The scalability is unlimited. The use cases and utility unlimited. And what I'm fascinated to see here, to wrap up this discussion about trillions being tokenized, the amount of value that's coming into distributed ledger technology, how do you rein in a derivatives market that got out of control? How do you rein in a stock market that is uh, levered up? Basically, crypto is levered up about 90% and the stock market's uh, levered up as well. How do we readjust that? How do we reset and revalue that? And what's the price of the assets and the commodities after that reset, that revaluation? That's where this generational, we, uh, generational wealth meme comes in for me. This is being reported out of China. Deadline, August 15th, Chinese commercial banks say bye-bye to paper precious metals trading. After the new account opening of paper precious metals banning, commercial banks will close the door of buying precious metals on August 15th. China merchant banks ask customers to clear positions before October 17th. So there will be no more paper trading of precious metals in China. What is going to be the reset, the price post reset of these assets? Banks tighten precious metals business, China Merchants Bank account precious metals business will be suspended soon. Clear positions by October 17th, 2022. Okay. This is where this reset price set and this whole thing gets interesting for us. For all of us that have invested accordingly, you know, uh, we, we have precious metals exposure. We've invested in utility projects like, you know, the few that we talk about. And we're watching this situation unfold. 
I appreciate all of you guys for tuning in tonight, for sharing this message with other like-minded individuals. I think that it's important to understand that our time is running out. I was saying that last year, and I'm repurposing some of my old TikToks that I haven't shared on YouTube. You may be seeing some of those reappearing in your feed in the uh, timeline there. And that's because I, I got to share some oldies, but goodies. And in those videos, you will hear me saying, your time is running out. And I still stand here today, and I don't feel guilty for saying your time is running out last year, even though we've gotten wrecked and we're down 70, 80% on our bags. A whole new financial system is being rolled out, and it's anyone's guess on when that happens. And do you want to get caught not having these assets? Do you want to be caught not having custody of these assets when that flip of the switch moment happens, when that rollout of the new financial system happens, when the reset revaluation happens, and we have a price set for XRP, we have a price set for gold, silver. These markets that have been around for a long time, like oil, they've been manipulated for a long time. Saudi Arabia can pump it out of the ground for five bucks a, a, a barrel. Of course they got the market rigged. They will never run out of the cheap, easy to put a straw in the ground and get it oil. Not the fracking like we're doing here in the United States. The throw a straw, it lands in the ground and you're sucking oil out, essentially. <laughs> right? Like that's what it really is going on in the oil market. They can put it out for $5 a barrel. Of course they got the thing hacked and, and manipulated, right? Folks, we're trying to figure out what program are the trillions of dollars going to be flowing on, the quadrillions of dollars. For me, I just bought more XRP today. Full transparency, the most recent investment I've made is more XRP today. FOMO buy. Probably shouldn't have done it because the cryptocurrency market's going lower, but I'm worried that the exchanges are running out. When I look at the Q2 markets report, I see two things. No XRP is going to exchanges, period, full stop. And Ripple, this little company Ripple, little startup company out of San Francisco, just dropped 1.7 billy on buying more XRP off the secondary markets in Q2 alone of this year. While we go into a recession confirmed, this company just rented out their whole damn building. They went from having, I think, one or two floors of the building. They just rented out the whole damn building in San Francisco. This little cute startup out of San Fran. They just threw $1.7 billion down on their investment in XRP. So yes, I just threw down a little bit of money on XRP. <laughs> Full disclosure, even though the market's going lower, if Ripple, if it's good enough for Ripple to buy, it's good enough for me to buy. <laughs> I'm going to follow the money. I'm going to follow the elite. I'm not going to get offended by, by anything. Anything. And we're going to focus on taking advantage of these prices while they go lower. Now, at the time of this recording, the market is going down. And yes, I know you guys have been wondering, am I still holding my Bitcoin short? Yes, because I'm an irresponsible, terrible trader. And I'm very stubborn with my trading. I am still holding that Bitcoin short that I entered like last week. Now, my entry, my, my entry is 23, my average entry, because I, I entered two times on this short. And, and by the way, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but I like to be transparent and I, I, I have nothing to hide. So I just, you know, I just share this with you guys because I don't give a, I don't care. But who else shares their trades with you guys like this? All these other guys are so secretive about what they're doing. And I'm just like, well, I've entered the Bitcoin short twice and yes, I'm still holding it. And yes, I'm down 17% on it, give or take. I don't know. That's what I was this morning. I usually only check, you know, a couple times a day. And that's another reason why I'm a poor trader is because I refuse to look at my computer screen all day, which is why I will never be a good trader, really. But yes, I still am in that Bitcoin short. It is uh, not doing very good. My entry is at 23.6. So at 24.2, at the time of this recording, at a quarter after five on the West Coast, tuning in. Thank you so much. ETH is struggling to break that 2000 price point. And uh, we watched it get very close. Did it break? Uh, let's see. Let's take a quick look and see because that was the big one. We had to break it. And this is where all of the altcoins are at. This is where all of these coins are at. They're right at resistance. 
the 24-hour high was 2022. Are you kidding me? 2022, the 222 order out of chaos number in the year 2022. What do you think? Probably just a coincidence. So your Ethereum, for those of you that got that piece of crap blockchain, whatever, man. It did break 2K for you guys today. Bitcoin just briefly broke through 25K today. Um, USDC doesn't have its peg. It's at 999. Interesting. Uh, we'll watch that one. Cardano at 56 cents. Binance at 316. Who cares? Binance stablecoin doesn't have its peg at a dollar. Nice. XRP, 37 cents. Yeah, I just bought it today just under 38 cents. So yeah, it's already lower. Of course, I buy, it goes lower and I'm ready to buy more. Absolutely. Solana, 44 bucks. Dogecoin, your guys' precious little Doge. Sitting at eight cents. Polkadot, who gives a shite? Sitting at nine bucks. And Shib, whatever. Oh yeah, that was the funny thing that I saw today is that Shiba just overtook Polygonmatic to take the 12 spot in the overall uh, crypto market caps. It took the 12 spot today. Shiba beat out Matic. So interesting. Avalanche down to 28. Um, you know, you got your chain links down to eight. Oh man, these coins have gotten destroyed. I remember when I was thinking of buying Cosmos at like 23 bucks, I was like, Oh, the kid, this is kind of cute. You know, as some of these other blockchains on it now it's down to 1150. Your XLM is down to 12 cents right now. Monero, which I don't own any privacy coins, even though good luck, God bless to all the privacy hackers in, in a spirit of John McAfee. I love you guys, but I do not own any privacy coins, but Monero is at 165. Algo at 36 cents. It's been interesting to see Algo trading so closely to XRP in price. Your vets on down to three cents and your file coins at eight bucks. Your ape coin is, uh, I'm not even going to give you the price because if you're playing that game, come on, man. What are you doing? Main all the way down to a dollar. Sandbox, buck 34. I haven't gone through and taken a look at these prices in months. Um, H bar down to seven cents, all the way down from that 55 cent high, right? Oh, man. H bar, seven cents. Tezos down below two bucks. And Theta, buck 50. Absolutely destroyed. What a time. But hey, uh, we're continuing to take advantage of this. I've, I just bought XRP today. I'm ready to buy some more. I'll take a look at these cryptocurrencies, these other utility coins as the market goes much lower, but I'm just staying patient on those ones. I have FOMO with XRP, full disclosure, completely guilty. If we had a group, uh, XRP is anonymous. Uh, yeah. Hi, my name's Zach, and I'm addicted to buying XRP and FOMOing into XRP. And yes, I do believe that XRP is going to provide generational wealth for myself and my family. God willing, we make it through this SEC lawsuit, we get set free, and the utility that's going to run on these rails is going to take us to paradise. The train has left the station. Rosie Rios told us it's very simple. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.